Adult content intended for an adult audience only. Content of stories is purely fiction and not intended to be used for anything but enjoyment for those who enjoy these topics and situations. If you don't agree with the themes and the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Young Widow by Susie 3W Note to readers, I wrote down some thoughts in my journal while these things were happening. Therapy It was a difficult time for me when my husband, Ralph, passed away. My marriage is basically off-limits, but now that I have recovered from the grieving process, I thought it would be fun to share some of my subsequent experiences with you. Of course, I have added more sexual thoughts and feelings to these stories than I had in my journals. I hope that is okay with you. I'll bet it is. Though I am certain that I appeared quite conservative to outsiders, Ralph and I had a very sexual marriage. Many times, many ways. We both enjoyed a strong sex drive and were quite open in expressing our desires and preferences. But then I felt out of place, having the same desires and lusts outside of marriage. These stories will try to show my conversion from a housewife to whatever I am now. Chapter 01 I was an 18-year-old virgin when I was married, believe it or not. I had very little experience with any kind of sex. My husband had been my only serious relationship, and he treated me like a lady, even when I was only sixteen. We had been married nearly ten years when he was taken ill and died. For more than two years I had no desire to date. So here I am a thirty-one-year-old widow, and now starting to realize that I greatly missed the feeling of a man. A man's strong arms holding me, a man's lips kissing me, a man's sweating body on top of me, a man's hard penis sinking deep into me. Oh my, where had these thoughts come from? They must have been building for a while, but it seemed to burst into my consciousness overnight, much to my shock and surprise. My name is Sue, by the way. Well, Sue to my friends. Susan professionally. Susie sometimes to my best friends, especially when we were having a little immature fun. I was often called Susie by my husband when we were fooling around and having decidedly mature fun. I like having three names. It is like having three personalities, and allows me to be very serious at times and to let myself go at other times. Doug had been a good friend of both me and my husband for years, and was one of my strongest supporters when Ralph died. Even through his divorce, about a year after my husband passed, he remained a close friend and supporter. Through all of those long, emotional conversations and sometimes late nights, he never once made a pass at me. He never acted like he was there because of any attraction towards me, simply to give me support. Now, over two years later, I began wondering why. Didn't he find me attractive? I am not vain, but I feel like I am a quite attractive woman. Blessed with great genes from both my mother and father, I was five feet six inches slender, had a great figure, and soft, smooth skin. My breasts were not large, but certainly large enough, a nice, full B-cup, and sat proudly on my chest with little sag, though no one would know that unless they saw me naked. 
I had shoulder length, dark blonde hair with enough natural body and shine in it to keep it always attractive. My small waist set off curvy hips that had a sexy sway when I walked in spite of myself. I thought of Doug when I suddenly found myself ready to start dating again. And why not? Aside from being sensitive and supportive, he was a hunk. Tall, athletic, with rugged good looks, why wouldn't a girl want to date him? When a little flirting didn't seem to work, I mentioned to him that I was ready to date and asked if he would like to be my first. He seemed both surprised and eager, and so we were set. Only one rule it was a real date. No talk of former spouses and the emotional stress from it. Strictly a date. He picked me up and we went out to a very nice dinner. Not a romantic place, but very upscale and lovely. Afterwards we went to a late movie, one that he picked for my enjoyment. A thrill shot through my body when he reached over and held my hand. I put my other hand on top of his as well as on his muscular upper arm at various times, and his arm was around my waist as we walked afterwards. It wasn't much, but at the time it seemed exciting, and a big step for me. I almost felt like a little teenage virgin on her first date. When he kissed me goodnight, I got very flustered at first, but soon melted into his arms for a passionate kiss. Weak-kneed, I went into my house with a tingling between my legs. Since I had asked him out, I was determined that it was now up to him, or our little flirtation would be at an end. Therefore, I was tickled when he called me the very next day and told me how much he had enjoyed himself, asking me out for the next weekend. We had another nice date, but our third date is when it got exciting. After a little heavy necking on our second date, our third date found us on my sofa necking some more but this time his hand found my breast. When I didn't object, he fondled it and worked his hand under my dress. Fondling it over my thin bra, he also stroked the flesh just above the bra cup. It had been so long since I had felt a man do even this much that I felt chills over my whole body. When his fingers reached into my bra cup far enough to push firmly against my hardened nipple, I nearly exploded. A gasp escaped from my mouth and my hand involuntarily moved from his chest to his crotch, finding and squeezing his erection tight all in one motion. My mind was still racing to comprehend what we were doing as Doug feverishly tore at the buttons of my dress. It opened up and he reached in to push my bra cups up, exposing my breasts. His hand pressed firmly into one, causing a gasp from us both, and he pinched the hard nipple between his thumb and forefinger. That sent an electric spark from my nipple straight to my pussy. My nipples had always been extremely sensitive, and it had been so long since anyone other than me had touched them. I am sure that by this time my panties had to be wet, and my whole body was on fire. When his hand reached under my dress and quickly ran up my leg to my crotch, I stopped kissing. No, I said firmly, though gasping for breath. Not that much. Not yet. Why? he asked. We're not young kids, we like each other, and we both need this. That was true. In fact, I was a very sexual person. My sex life had been very full. My husband and I had frequent sex, and were not shy about trying many positions and being very open about what we liked. The only way I had been conservative was in not cheating on my husband. I never even contemplated sex outside of marriage. So although I was very experienced, at this point I felt almost prudish, simply because this was a whole, new, uncomfortable world I was entering.
I tried reminding myself that this was okay, it was normal. My mind bounced back and forth between wanting to say, no, and wanting to say, no. And sometimes my body just acted on its own. His hand was still on my panties, and I couldn't think straight. Without a word I lifted my hips up off the sofa and he pulled the panties off. He pulled them on down to my knees and they dropped to my ankles, where I kicked them off. There I was, bearing my pussy to a man for the first time in years, and Doug took little time in placing his hand flat against it. I could feel the wetness as his fingers played with my pussy lips as I was being driven wild. Finally I began thinking a little clearer, deciding I shouldn't be allowing his hand in my crack. But what was the alternative for an aroused lady? So I turned my body towards his and with both hands attacked his pants, undoing his belt, button, and zipper, allowing his erection to leap out, covered only by his undershorts. I grabbed his shaft and pulled at it hard, causing him to groan and loosen his grip on my slit. Was this really better? I admit I wasn't really thinking as clearly as I believed, but I know I wanted to feel a hard dick very badly. I can't wait to feel you inside me. Do you have a condom? I asked. My God, what was I saying? No, he answered, sounding very dejected. I move off the sofa, kneeling on the floor between his knees and pulling his dick out. I felt the warm flesh of a man's penis for the first time in years, and the only one I had ever felt or seen except for my husband's. I was surprised at the size of it. It looked at least an inch bigger than Ralph's had been, as well as thicker. Later on I would realize that Ralph's penis was a small one and Doug's was about average, but at this moment it seemed quite large to me, though my dildo was about his size. Ralph had trained me in all things sexual, and I had learned to give blow jobs well and often, thinking it was routine. Eventually, even while we were still married, I found out that many women do not give blow jobs at all, and others only rarely do. But by then I had learned to enjoy doing it. I really liked the feeling of that hard bone in my hand and mouth, the soft skin covering it, the power it held and the power I had over it. Of course I knew about circumcised penises, but as Ralph had not been I had never seen one. I spent a lot of time examining the head of Doug's circumcised dick with my eyes, finger, and mouth. The soft fleshy head was always exposed, never sliding back under his skin. The ridge behind the head was also bigger. All of this exploration took my mind momentarily off the pure sex of the situation, but not so for Doug. My fingers tracing their way around the head, and my tongue licking the same, had him breathing hard. Each time my mouth closed around his erection he moaned a bit, and when I sucked in like a vacuum on his dick he groaned louder. I put my curiosity aside and went about trying to satisfy him. I already had been, but now I had a purpose. I licked the whole way down and back up his shaft, wrapped my hand around the base of it while sucking on the head. My tongue continued licking the head even as I sucked on it, and I licked the shaft inside my mouth as I forced as much of his cock as I could between my lips. Doug gritted his teeth, managing to say, Sue, I really want to fuck you. I took him out of my mouth long enough to ask, Don't you like this? Putting his erection back into my mouth, I took as much as I possibly could, feeling his mushroom head hit the back of my throat, gagging me before I pulled back enough to breathe. Ah, Doug said. Yes, this is great, he managed to say, 
but it wasn't easy for him. But, nah, I said with my mouth full. I turned my head from side to side to emphasize that I meant no. Since his dick was deep into my mouth, the shaking of my head had a sensual effect on his throbbing member. He groaned again and didn't try to speak. As I could tell he was getting close, I pumped my hand on his shaft faster and sucked on it vigorously. I felt his dick grow bigger in my mouth, and his hips started pushing it into my mouth. He was nearly there, starting to moan, finally warning me. I'm going to come. I, of course, knew that, and continued my actions. I felt his cum flow up his shaft and shoot out into my mouth. I was surprised at the strength of it as it hit the back of my throat. I pulled his dick out until only the head was in my mouth, swallowing hard to make room for more. And more there was. He shot several very large spurts into my mouth before he slowed down, and I tried to swallow it all. Some leaked out of my mouth before I caught up to the copious amount of sperm, then I sucked more of his dick into my mouth as his spurts slowed. I sucked him dry, until he pulled my head away from his dick. He looked at me, dazed and exhausted. My God, that was great! And you swallowed. God! Not many women do. I just smiled up at him, still feeling cum dripping from my lips, thinking that I must have had a good teacher. I got up and took my seat again on the sofa beside him, my tits still exposed, while Doug slumped over onto my shoulder. But I wanted to. He hesitated before finishing. Fuck you. I guess he couldn't think of another way to say it at the moment. I know. I would love to have you and me. But not today. I answered. Condom first, I thought to myself. I knew he had been with other women, and I wasn't about to take a chance on the various diseases that were possible. His hand had crept up my leg and was toying with my crotch, finally letting his fingers stroke my nether lips. I still hadn't had any sexual relief, and I needed some. Damn, I needed some. Do you want to eat my pussy? I asked. I was shocked hearing me say that. I don't think I had ever used the word pussy in front of a man besides Ralph, and here I had just asked Doug to eat my pussy. That shows how much I needed it, and he wasn't showing any sign of giving me relief very quickly. He hesitated, and I wondered if he was going to disappoint me. He looked at me shyly, then looked away. I would love to, but I don't have much experience. That's okay, I said eagerly. Then I started thinking about what he meant. Didn't you and Carla? I hesitated before finishing. She didn't want me to, he answered simply. He got between my legs and pushed my skirt up to my waist, exposing my naked pussy. Maybe you'll have to teach me. Okay, I smiled down at him. Oh, Carla, what you were missing, I thought to myself. And now suddenly I was the teacher. Oh, it's my God. I thought to myself as his tongue licked along my pussy lips. No teaching is necessary. Anything he does is going to be fine with me after all this time. My pussy was aching for his touch, and it didn't care exactly how it was touched. As his lips licked at my slit, I moaned, started thrashing my head about, and slid my butt down to the edge of the cushion to give him the best access. I didn't give any thought to how wet I was, or if he minded the sticky fluid. He didn't give any indications of minding it as he went ahead enthusiastically licking all around my snatch, driving me wild. Put a finger in my hole. 
I pleaded, and he did. He pushed a finger in deeply, and I moaned loudly. Finally, someone in my pussy. Maybe it wasn't much, but it felt like everything to me at the time. I pushed my hips further toward him, trying to get his finger as deeply in as I could as he saw it in and out of me. Lick my clit, I said, hoping he knew where to find it. I reached down to find it for him, to see if it was hiding under its hood, but his tongue found it first. Oh, God! I yelled as the sparks flew from my crotch to every part of my body. I bucked my hips into the air, into his finger, into his mouth, and before I could say I was coming, I was coming. My orgasm hit fast and hard. My pussy muscles spasmed hard. My hands went to my crotch and grabbed his hand so that his finger couldn't leave my hole. One hand accidentally landed on his head and pulled tight against me, as if I wanted his mouth to keep on my clit. But that was okay. It was the longest, hardest orgasm I had had in years. I moaned inside for minutes while my body shook and very gradually calmed down. I pulled Doug's head off me, but kept his finger inside for a while longer. I had a hard time catching my breath. There wasn't much Doug could do as I held his finger in my pussy, and I realized that my thighs were holding our hands tight between them. He stroked my leg with his free hand and laid his head on my leg, looking up at me as I attempted to control myself. At first I was a little embarrassed at my loss of control and how I must have looked, but then I thought, Who cares? And relaxed. I loosened my grip on him with my hands and my thighs and looked down at him and smiled. Thanks, I said, immediately regretting it but not showing it. Believe me, it was my pleasure, he answered. I smiled wider, feeling more at ease. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't let you inside me. That's okay, he said reassuringly. That's fine. You were fantastic. I loved every second. Maybe another time. Was that a statement or a question? I wasn't sure. I didn't care. Definitely, I said, but even while I said it I was moving to cover myself up, not feeling right being so completely exposed to him. But what a feeling it had been. Yes, I was glad I finally had sex after all this time. I had missed it greatly, and was surely going to continue. Chapter 02 My date with Doug was not the first sexual experience I had since my husband had passed away. The first with another another person, yes, but you know, there are other ways. I had become a widow at age 28 after a 10-year marriage. Two months after that I was still in a cloudy haze, not sure of anything. People had been so very wonderful to me, but after a few weeks everyone seems to think it is time to move on. Accept what happened and move on, they say. But it doesn't work that way. Not with a spouse, especially. I didn't understand that either, until it happened to me. I was a junior executive in a rather large company, but the division office I was in consisted of six junior executives. I was the youngest and the only woman, and our boss, along with secretaries, assistants, and other personnel. My boss, Tom, my assistant, Jennifer, as well as my friend Doug, who didn't work there, seemed to be the only ones who hung in there with me and realized I wasn't yet recovered, and I probably wouldn't be for a long time. They were wonderful. Jennifer was the first to give me actual, physical relief. Yes, I mean sexual, but no, I don't mean lesbian sex. 
I wasn't into that, but after those couple months had passed, I started to really miss orgasms. Jennifer was only a year younger than me, but she was single and dated a lot. I was newly single and had only been with one man. I was naive in a lot of ways. So I turned to Jennifer, whom I had confided in before. I really miss, you know, sex. Ralph and I used to do it a lot, and now nothing. I told her one day in the privacy of my office. She looked at me. Do you mean you are ready to date? Oh, God, no. I gasped. I can't even imagine that. Oh, I see, she said. Well, there are other ways to get satisfaction. You know, satisfy yourself. I know, I said, giggling. I've done some of that. But aren't there other ways? Things to use? Now Jennifer giggled. Oh, yeah, sure. You mean like dildos? Vibrators? That kind of thing? Yes, I suppose so. I was embarrassed to be talking about this, even after the deeply emotional conversations we had had. Do you want me to recommend some? Some? I asked. How many do I need? Jennifer could see I was uncomfortable even talking about this. This was one area where I had no experience. She looked at me and asked, Would you like me to pick something up for you? I smiled relieved. Yes, that might work best. Thanks. The next day Jennifer brought a package into my office. She placed it on my desk and looked at me with a quirky smile. What's this? I asked. The little item we talked about yesterday. She answered. I was a little slow, but finally caught on. A big grin showed on my face, and a few butterflies started flying around in my stomach. Oh, that. I opened the box and gasped a little at its contents. It was a big, penis-shaped piece of what? Rubber? It's so... I wanted to say big, but I hesitated. Jennifer spoke up. I just got a small, simple one for you. It sounded like this is new to you, so I thought you know, a beginner's version. I wondered to myself why it looked this big if it was small like she said. Then I thought about all those jokes and comments about big dicks. If Jennifer thought this wasn't very large, maybe it was my husband who was small. I never had anything to compare his penis to. Not that it mattered, but I'd better keep my comments to myself. Jennifer continued. I can get a bigger one if you want. And there are lots of other choices. Vibrators, eggs, rabbits, butterflies. She kept talking but I tuned her out. I didn't even know what she was talking about now. How many choices did a girl need? No, this will be fine. A beginner's version. That's good. I smiled at her nervously. You just, you know, put it in, like it was a man. Jennifer said. I had to act like I knew something. Yes, thanks. This is good. I'm sure it will help me out. I really didn't know much about this. I never had used them. My husband had always taken care of my needs. I paid her for it, of course, before she left, then sat there and stared at it. I let it sit on my desk, not even touching it, my attention drifting back to it often. Until someone came in. I grabbed for the box and swept it into a drawer before anyone saw it. I then left it there until it was time to go home. Once home, I took the box and sat it on the table and for the first time, took it out of the box. 
I felt it in my hands, looking mostly at its size and thickness. Yes, definitely bigger than my husband's was. It actually looked like a penis. A circumcised one, which my husband also wasn't. But he was gone, and I had to deal with it. I held the fake penis in my hand as if there was a man there. I pulled it, stroked it, rubbed it against my cheek, put it on my lips. Oh, yes, it was bigger. I decided I needed to use it, see how it felt. I slowly stripped off my clothes, looking in the mirror as I did it. This was the first time I really felt like a woman since Ralph's death, a woman getting ready to have sex. I exposed my breasts, seeing them in reflection. Nice. I thought to myself. Nearly perfect cones, firm, pretty little nipples that would soon be getting bigger and harder. I slid my skirt down, and my slip, standing only in panties, admiring the tiny waist and round hips, long, thin but shapely legs. I tried to look at myself in a detached way, but I actually liked what I saw. Not perfect, of course, but a pretty nice-looking woman. Thank goodness, because this was the first time I was going to have sex with... What? I was going to have sex with a damn dildo. What was I thinking? I was really going over the edge. God, I was pathetic. I stood there and broke into laughter at the strange thoughts that had been going through my head. Well, it wasn't the worst or the weirdest thoughts I had had recently. I really laughed, at myself, at the situation, at the fact that I was laughing. It was a good thing. Laughing hadn't been a common thing thing for me lately. But on to more serious things. Evidently I needed this badly. Shedding my panties, I sat nude in a comfortable chair, setting the dildo nearby. Now what? I began stroking my labia lightly, in the usual way with my fingers. A pleasant little feeling at first, gradually building up into actual heat. I spread my legs wider, and spread the lips of my pussy as well, sliding my fingers deeper. When I started getting a little wetness on my fingers, I moved my fingertip up to find my clit. A small spark shot up into my interior. I reached over to get the dildo, getting a firm grip on it. Now is the time to see how this thing works. Slowly I slid the dildo between my legs, rolling it between my lips. I moved it back and forth while rolling it. I was wet, and the dildo was getting wet as well. After a while doing this, the tip pushed in a bit at my opening. I stopped at the strange sensation I got. I pushed at my hole a couple more times, smiling to myself, feeling good. Sliding the shaft in my slit some more, I would push it at my hole every few trips. Then I pushed it up at my clit. I started to pull the hood away so the dildo could have access, but my clit was already enlarged and exposed. The wet dildo pushed against my nub, causing sparks to again shoot through my body, stronger this time. I moaned with feeling. This was good. One hand started rubbing my nipple, always a favorite erogenous zone. After fingering it for a while, I brought the dildo up and rubbed it on my nipple. It felt good, hard and wet with my juices. I rubbed the wet nipple with my finger and used the dildo on my slit again. By this time I was using more pressure. It was pushing deep between my pussy lips, sliding back and forth, still pushing at my entrance from time to time. My breathing was getting shallow. My hips were thrusting, my pussy was sopping wet it was time to try pushing it in. I held the wet shaft at my entrance, spread my legs further, gathered my resolve, took a deep breath, and pushed it in. 
It only went in an inch or so, but it hurt a little and I stopped. It didn't really hurt much, I thought, and I pushed it in again. A little deeper this time, but it still hurt. No pain, but it wasn't as much fun as I had hoped. I held it just inside my entrance and wondered what to do. Rotating it in my hole to make certain that it was wet turned me on some more. Yes, that felt good. I kept rotating it as I put more pressure on it, and it started sinking into my hole. It didn't hurt, it felt good. As it sunk and I would stop after an inch or so, rotating it in place, then push in another inch. After it was in about five inches, I was at my limit. That was as far as anything had ever been. So I pulled it out and pushed it in again only faster. Oh. Yes, that was good. Pull it out again. Then in again. Yes. Again. Again. Harder. Faster. Oh, yes, this was nice. It reminded me of Ralph's dick plunging into me. Just a flash of nostalgia, then back to pure sexual excitement. My hips bounced on the dildo as I plunged it in. It was thick, stretching and filling my vagina completely. As the dildo kept plunging in and out of my pussy, my other hand left my nipple and reached down for my clit. I was soon rubbing my clit vigorously and shoving the dildo into my pussy with abandon. Jolts of pleasure shot through my groin. I heard myself moaning, groaning, my head flopping back, sweat running down my forehead. I was close to coming. My orgasm was building as I kept abusing my clit and pussy. I fought to keep my thighs open, pushing the dildo in. I rotated it sometimes as well, and my whole body was tingling and hot. As my orgasm hit I drove the dildo in even further, further than anything had ever been. It sent a shock, a wonderful, painful, exciting shock through me. I pushed it in that deep again and again as I orgasmed. My orgasm was drawn out. My insides were convulsing, getting harder, lasting longer than I had remembered, at least for a long time. I nearly doubled over. My hands slipped off the dildo, leaving it stuck high up inside me. My pussy spasmed around it, my thighs clutched together much too tightly to allow the dildo to be driven out. My hand went up to my breast, pinched my nipple, hard, pulling it up, out, hard, sending its own sparks trough my system. The finger on my clit was still punishing it until my convulsions began to subside. I threw my body back against the chair, both hands dropping to my sides, useless. My thighs fell open, and one of my final pussy spasms shot the dildo out onto the floor. I was drained. Another pussy spasm and my hole felt empty, abandoned. I placed a hand back in my crotch one lonely finger slipping into my hole for comfort as I settled down from that wonderful experience. I would rather have man, but this was very nice. I played lightly with my pussy, as well as my nipples, as I returned to my senses. I thought about what had happened, how sexual it was, how hot it was, how much I had needed the release. Yes, much more release than my fingers alone had been able to give me these past couple months. And oh yes, dinner. I hadn't eaten. My, I was hungry. But I was going to go grab just a quick bite to help my hunger and give myself a short rest, and then I was definitely going to come back and use my new toy once again. Oh yes, definitely again. Chapter 03 My third date with Doug had been quite exciting, 
as we both had performed oral sex on the other. That was the first sex I had with another person since my husband had passed away more than two years before, but I was ready for more. Doug knew I was ready for more. Well, I had told him. Before we had oral sex I had surprised myself by telling him that I wanted him inside me, but without a condom I wouldn't do it. I was afraid of disease. Pregnancy didn't bother me. I had learned long ago that I was unable to have children. But disease is always a possibility. So it was that on our next date, I knew Doug would come prepared. We had a very nice evening, flirting a lot as people can when they have been so intimate and have been friends for years. We arrived back at my house feeling pretty relaxed even though we both knew we would soon be having intercourse. I was more anxious than nervous, as it had been such a long time for me. I fixed us drinks while he turned on some music, and we took seats on the couch. I snuggled into his arms and soon we were kissing passionately. His hands lovingly caressed my head, hair, ears, chin, and neck. It felt lovely and sensuous, but I was ready for more. Finally his hand roamed down to cover my breast, and I let out a soft gasp in appreciation. From then on our excitement rose, we hugged harder, our tongues plunged deeper into each other's mouths, and Doug quickly started removing my clothes. He opened my blouse enough to expose my brow, which he pushed out of the way. He leaned over and took my nipple into his mouth, sucking it deep while running his tongue around it. He kept licking it while his fingertip explored the nipple and the aureole. Damn, Susie, you have the puffiest nipples! Doug gasped. He actually meant my aureoles, which were indeed very puffy. I used to be embarrassed by how far they stuck out but since my husband seemed to like them I accepted them as a good thing. I wasn't sure how Doug felt. Don't you like them? I asked. Hell yes, he answered enthusiastically. They are so damn sexy. I love them. He kept examining them with his fingers and his mouth, playing with them as if he had found a new toy. As puffy as my Orioles were, my nipples were about average. But they were extremely sensitive. I could get wet almost instantly just by having them touched, and I had come more than once just from having them played with. I was being driven wild right now by his explorations. As soon as his attentions waned a little, I suggested we go to my bedroom. He didn't object. I led the way, holding his hand. His pants bulged out, and I thought how badly I wanted to release his pressure. When we got into the room I threw the bedspread off and turned into his embrace. He held me tight and kissed me, but my hands went for his pants. I unfastened them and let them drop, and took his erection into my hands. I stroked it slowly, squeezing it tight. He in turn unfastened my skirt and peeled my blouse off. I had to release his hard shaft with one hand as my clothes came off. Soon I had only my panties on. Doug leaned over as he pulled them down my legs. He kissed my stomach, just above my bush and slowly kissed upwards, exciting my skin even more until he reached my breasts. He returned to worshipping my breasts and, in particular, my puffy orioles. My nipples tingled again, and I felt it straight down into my pussy. He hugged me tight and kissed me deep, practically lifting me off the floor as we moved onto the bed. As I scooted toward the center, he ripped off the remainder of his clothes in record time and climbed on. He climbed on the bed as well as me. Damn, he said, reaching back for his pants. 
he quickly pulled out a condom, unwrapped it, and put it on his shaft. I would have liked to do that, but speed was important at the moment. I felt his hard penis push against my mound as he mounted me again. It sent shivers through me, feeling as if it was pushing fluids out of my pussy I was so wet. He again attacked my breasts with his hands and mouth. My nipples were also sending shocks through my body, and I was way past ready to be taken. I reached a hand between us and took hold of his shaft. I pulled it down, Doug lifting himself up to give me a little room. I got the head of his penis between my legs. It felt wonderful pushing into my vaginal folds. It was sopping wet, and I was close to frantic. I wanted his dick in me, but had no chance at this angle. Please, now, I pleaded. Take me now. He moaned something and shifted his body again. My hand still grasped his erection firmly, and I guided it to my hole. I felt it hit home and pushed my hips toward it, causing it to enter me just an inch or two. I think we both gasped as we felt the insertion, then began groaning as he pushed it slowly into my channel. I wanted him to go slow, as it was my first time in over two years, but it felt good. He pushed most of his shaft in before he pulled back a little, then pushed in again further. As my vagina parted to accept him I had a fleeting thought of my dildo and how it had kept me loose. I didn't think of that for long, however, as Doug started pushing in harder, faster, now all the way into the hilt. Further than a penis had ever been, since he was bigger than my husband had been. But not bigger than my dildo. I had been so excited and overready for this that I came quickly. I shuddered all over, my vaginal contractions making him slow his thrusts. A smile came over his face as he thought of what a good lover he was, making me come so quickly. The truth is I usually orgasmed quickly. I also often had multiple orgasms, and I thought to myself how I wouldn't tell Doug either of those things. It's good to let a man feel powerful. But he was powerful. His shaft plunged hard into me as my first orgasm ended. I drove my hips upward to help his thrusts. My feet dug into the bed as my knees were bent, helping me to drive into him. I could feel what must be the rim of his cock head pushing against my sensitive lining. Neither my dildo nor my husband gave me that feeling. Doug was staring at my breasts as he thrust into me. I wasn't sure if he was still looking at my puffy orioles or if he was watching my firm breasts wiggle like jello on my chest. It didn't matter, he was pleased but as I watched his face it changed from pleasant concentration to a more painful-looking one. I also felt him thrusting harder and his penis swelling. I knew he was almost there. I reached down between us to rub my clit. I was close to another orgasm, but I wanted to come when he did. I wrapped my legs around him, crossing my feet and pulling him into me as deep as he could go. It was only a few more thrusts until he groaned loudly and emptied his load. Oh, Susie, oh, God, he said as his spurts continued. My clit sent shock waves through my pussy and the rest of my body as I orgasmed again. My pussy spasms probably caused him a few extra spurts, and our bodies began relaxing, tensing up a few more times in our last throes of coming. When we were done he tried to pull out, but my legs were still locked around him. I loved the feel of him inside me and didn't want it to end. Soon, however... I felt his erection shrinking and knew he had to pull out before the condom slipped off, so I let him go. 
he rolled off me, removed his condom, and held me as I rolled over to snuggle up against him. As I predicted, he was happy with himself, both for coming and for making me come twice. Oh, Susie, that was great, he said. You seemed to like it too, didn't you? Twice, I believe. Oh, yes, Doug, I did. You were wonderful. And he was. Perhaps not quite as good as he thought he was, but a man's ego is a fragile thing. Why not boost it a bit? It might help him next time. And I was certain that there was going to be a next time. Chapter 04 Doug and I had sex two more times, the first times for me since my husband had passed two years before. I loved it. It was great. I felt so alive again, and now I knew I was fully recovered from my grief. I would never forget, but I was now ready to return to a full life. I also knew I didn't want to stay with Doug permanently. As nice as he was, as good as he had been to me, and as much as I had liked having sex with him, he wasn't the person I wanted to settle down with. Perhaps no one was. That was something I was still unsure about. I also started to realize I wasn't a prude. I had always thought of myself as a little bit of a prude, except when I was in the bedroom with my husband. There I did lots of things, and enjoyed it immensely. But I never really thought seriously of sex with anyone else. I thought all of that was just between the two of us. Now I was thinking that all of those things I enjoyed wasn't just because of my husband. I seemed to really enjoy even need sex. And it didn't need to be inside the boundaries of marriage. It felt very freeing point one day about this time I was at work early, as usual. I was in my boss's office discussing work and other subjects. It was a relaxing time, and it seemed a good time to share the good news of my sexual liberation with him. He had been a caring and helpful confidant. Tom, I want to thank you for your support and friendship over the last two years, I told him. I have finally come out of that dark place I was in, completely. And you are one of the main ones who helped. Susan, that's wonderful. You've come along well. I know you've seemed to be happier lately, especially the last couple weeks. Yes, the last couple of weeks was the last step. I felt like I was starting to blush. I knew I looked guilty of something. You've met a man? Tom asked excitedly. No, I answered. I mean, no, not a special man. I suddenly felt nervous and unsure of what to say. There is a man, but... I hesitated. Tom knew. Susan, he said. You had sex? He knew he was right from my reaction. For the first time since Ralph? He said more quietly. Yes. And it was nice. I smiled. Very nice. I laughed at that, and he joined in. But it's not a permanent thing. I looked at him, afraid of what he thought about it. Do you think badly of me? His opinion meant a lot to me. Of course not, he said. I think it's about time. I'm glad. There's certainly nothing wrong with two single people enjoying themselves like that. He paused for a moment, then added, He is single, isn't he? Of course, I said indignantly. Tom leaned back in his chair. Well, then, what could be wrong? Nothing, I answered. I've just never done anything like that. Of course not, he said. You were married. You're not the type to cheat on your husband. Especially Ralph. 
but you're not married any longer. I know, I said. I think I finally have come to grips with that. I rose from my chair and walked over towards Tom. He rose as well. I stepped into him, put my arms around him, and hugged him. Thanks, Tom. Thank you so much for your support. Personally as well as at work. I was glad to help. He answered that he returned my hug, probably not as tightly as I hugged him. I kept hugging, the embrace lasting longer than it should have. But I owed Tom so much, my emotions were so strong. He had been there for me personally, as Doug had been. Tom also had covered for me at work, lightening my workload and allowing me to come in late when needed. I appreciated having such an understanding boss that I loosened my grip on him, and he loosened his. As we parted, I raised up and kissed him. I aimed for his cheek, but somehow got mostly lips, and it also lasted longer than it should have. I was embarrassed enough that I couldn't look him straight in the eyes, but only momentarily. I was not sorry. He had truly been a savior to me, and I was immensely grateful. Thanks, Tom. You are a wonderful person, I told him. He smiled and I headed out of the room. At lunchtime, Tom came over and sat down beside me. He placed his hand softly on top of mine. Are you busy after work? He asked. No, nothing special going on tonight. Why? I thought if you had time you could come to my office after everyone leaves. He answered that IT sounded a little mysterious, but I didn't think too much of it. After everyone leaves was pretty much five o'clock sharp. We were pretty strict about not working late. In fact, most people were gone by five nearly every day. We got our work done, but Tom didn't see any reason for people sticking around just to put in time. I told you he was a good boss. So I stayed a little late. There was one project I could work on to get a little ahead, and before I realized it, it was nearly 5.30. Everyone was indeed gone, and I thought maybe Tom was as well. I walked over to his office and knocked on the door. Come in. I heard him say, so I did. Hi. I got a little involved. Am I too late? I asked. Not at all, he answered as he rose from his chair. He walked over toward the sofa. Let's sit down here, he said. We sat on the sofa, not an unusual thing to do, but it soon got unusual. Susan, I was so happy to hear that you are back to feeling normal, after all this time. I know it's been tough, but you are a strong woman. Now you're probably a stronger one. I nodded, agreeing with what he said. His arm was on the back of the couch, behind me. Now that you're feeling better, I want to tell you something. He continued. You are an extremely attractive woman, physically of course, but also your mind, your personality, your beliefs. Everything I know about you attracts me to you. My mind was racing to catch up. I hadn't really thought of him sexually or romantically. He kept going. I had feelings for you even when you were married, but of course I didn't let them go anywhere. Now that you are getting back to normal, is there a chance that we could have something? I hadn't caught up yet. I was trying to process what I should say, how I feel. Here was this lovely man making a pass at me, but I hadn't even thought of him that way. Plus he was my boss. Would that be a good thing or a bad thing? I looked at him. Tom, you are a really great guy. I began, but I didn't know what I wanted to say next. I paused, trying to sort things out. 
Tom took my hesitation the wrong way, thinking I was done. It sounded like I had answered him affirmatively. He leaned in closer to me, pressing his lips to mine. I was shocked, confused, and also realized that his kiss felt good. I returned his kiss. We broke off after a bit, then he took my head in his hands and kissed me again, harder dot and my lips parted as his tongue pushed its way into my mouth. I was enjoying this. He was a great kisser, plus I had grown so very fond of him. Maybe more than fond. I felt my tongue find its way into Tom's mouth without my realizing I was doing it. I was turned on, and enjoying this a lot. My hand went to Tom's shirt, feeling his firm, hard chest. Tom was a well-built man. There was a gym in our building which Tom used every day. A former college athlete, physical fitness was still a priority of his, and it showed. Suddenly I felt his hand against my skin, inside my blouse. He reached into the top of my bra cup and reached his fingers around my nipple before I could figure out how he did it. Electric shock shot through my body as he pinched my ultra-sensitive nipples. I let out a moan which encouraged him. He moaned and said, Oh, Susan, Susan, as his lips kept kissing my lips, as well as my neck. As he shifted on the couch I felt his other hand sliding along my leg under my flowing skirt. I stopped kissing and was just about to push him away and end this when I felt his hand reach my crotch, pushing right onto my slit. I gasped in surprise and delight, and froze. Tom's fingers pushed at my slit. Between playing with my nipples and my pussy, I was very hot. I loved what this man was doing to me. When his fingers slipped under my panties, I felt how wet I was, as did he. He pulled at my panties pulling them down as I raised up off the cushion, and all I was thinking was that I didn't want his fingers leaving my pussy. Oh, yes, that's it. I murmured as his fingers returned and stroked my labia. I knew where this was going and I wanted it. He was a tall, powerful man, the subject of many ladies' conversations, and probably their fantasies. A few years older than me, he was still a wonderful male specimen. No one knew why he never married. He had many girlfriends, but as far as I knew never a steady one. And the women didn't seem to mind. At the moment I could testify that he had a lot of practice with them, and had learned well.my hand accidentally, yes I promise, accidentally, fell to his lap and onto his erection. It was very hard and made quite a tent in his pants, but I could not do anything except squeeze on the shaft. He moaned, and pushed a finger into my vaginal hole. I moaned in return and rocked my hips welcoming the intruder. He soon stood up, lifting me up along with him in his strong arms. He spun me around and took a few steps toward his desk. He bent me over towards the desk, and I placed my hands on the edge of it to hold myself up. Tom got behind me, and as he lifted my skirt up onto my back I finally realized what he was doing. I didn't object. In fact I wanted it. I moved my legs apart, showing him my bare ass and pussy. He stood behind me for a moment, making me wonder what he was doing. I have a condom, he said. Is this all right? I thought he was a wonderful man for thinking of the condom on his own, and for asking me if I was okay with having sex. I also thought he was a terrible man for making me wait. Yes, I said, trying not to sound too eager. I want to. I felt his penis against me. It was hot and hard, and covered in latex. 
He moved it down towards my pussy and found my slit. He moved it between my legs, back and forth along my wet lips. As he was getting it wet for penetration, he was getting me so excited I nearly screamed. As he went to place his penis into my hole, he rubbed it against my clit. It sent a shock through my system, and I exploded into an orgasm. I let out a high-pitched squeal as I shook. Tom paused momentarily, but then found my vagina with the tip of his penis and pushed it in before I was finished coming. After each contraction it went in further, until I was finally done and he sunk it into its depth. Oh, it was in further than the others, further than my dildo. Not by much, but I felt my walls push apart where they had not been before. It was not wider, I assumed, as my wall did not seem to be stretched more than before until the last inch or so. These thoughts, however, were fleeting, as he was pounding my pussy with hard thrusts that began to build me toward another climax already. As I thought, my second climax hit hard and fast. I moved my hips back, and probably up and sideways, as my pussy muscles squeezed tight on his penis. He kept pumping through my contractions, and by the time I was finished he was just about reaching his climax. He shoved his penis in deep and held it there as it throbbed and spurred its juices inside me. I felt him throb and shoot deep inside me. After the first two or three spurts he pulled back and pushed in again a few more times until he was spent. When he relaxed he pulled out and pulled my skirt down, covering my nakedness. A thoughtful gesture. I walked over to the couch and picked up my panties, putting them on and tried to stem the juices flowing out of my pussy. I was unsure of myself. Should I feel embarrassed? Tom spoke as he had thrown away the condom and was tucking himself back in. Susan, thank you. That was wonderful. I had built up a lot of frustration towards you. You are a very special lady. He stepped over to me and took me in his arms. I felt safe and secure there, and I thought there was no reason to feel bad about what had happened. I still felt a little awkward, especially with what felt like a wet sponge between my legs. I needed to go to the restroom. I needed it as well, Tom, I said. I gave him a small kiss. Thank you. Now I need to use the ladies' room. Tom was waiting in the hall when I came out of the restroom, and he walked me to my car. Nothing else was said directly about the event, and we kissed again as I got in my car and left. I felt great. The next day Tom brought the subject up. Are you okay about yesterday? Don't I seem okay? I asked teasingly. You certainly do, he answered. But I mean really, completely. I would hate for anything to ruin our relationship. He looked nervous, deeply concerned. I answered, Tom, I am fine. Nothing could harm our relationship. Besides, I enjoyed it. And then I smiled and added, A lot. It seemed he wanted to say something else, but hesitated. Something else? I asked. Yes, there is, actually. But I don't want you to take this the wrong way. You know the business trip next week to Virginia? I said. Yes, you and Ben are going. No, he said. We were, but he has a family thing and asked if he could stay here. I wondered if you would be willing to go. Since when did he ask? He would normally just tell you if you were expected to go somewhere. Tom, I said with a little dread. You said our relationship wasn't going to change and then. I didn't get to finish as he interrupted me.
No, Susan, don't get the wrong idea. That's not why I am asking you. We have separate rooms, and nothing but business needs to happen. I still looked unsure, as he added. I would have asked you first anyway if I had known you were so well recovered. I nearly did, but then I thought Ben Hannon had a trip for a good while. Honestly, if yesterday hadn't happened, I would be asking you anyway. No catches? I asked. No catches. No pressure, he answered. Thank you, Tom. That's fine. I wasn't certain of my feelings for Tom. It seemed that I liked him a lot. Unlike Doug, who was great as a person and a friend, I seemed to to be attracted to Tom as a lover as well. He was such a genuinely nice man, a gentleman, though he could be quite forceful when he wanted to be. In some ways he was much like my late husband. Was that it? I hoped not. I thought that perhaps I was attracted to certain qualities both men had, not just wanting a replacement for him. I was still a little confused, but aren't all relationships like that? I decided to not worry about it and simply enjoy it. For the next week, as we planned for the trip, nothing was said about sex, either here or there. In my private thoughts, however, I was hoping for it. Two nights away from home, in a room right next door to a tall, athletic, attractive man who seems to be attracted to me. I thought I had an idea of what was going to happen. We were met at the airport by a good-looking gentleman from our client's firm. There were no meetings that first day, but he showed us the layout and took us to a nice dinner. Afterwards he offered a few drinks and entertainment, but it was getting late enough that I declined. Tom and I went back to our rooms. He said goodnight. I said, Well, I have a bottle of wine in my room. If I brought it over, do you think you could find a couple of nice plastic glasses to drink from? I asked with a smile, teasingly I hoped. I think I could come up with something. He said dot I looked up at him sweetly. Give me a few minutes and I will be over. When ready I knocked on our adjoining door, and he opened it immediately. He had taken off his coat and tie, still in his dress shirt and slacks. I, however, seemed to make an impression in my cute little not-quite-see-through shorty nightgown. Wow, you are a beautiful woman, he said. Thank you very much, sir, I said smiling. I gave him the wine, which he opened and poured. We sat on the bed and had a sip, but didn't get to much more than that. Setting down the glasses, we embraced each other and kissed in a heated fury. My passion had been building for days. Tom had been hoping for this, but wasn't sure of it until a short time ago dot we kissed passionately, his hands roaming my body and fondling my breasts under my nightie. It soon was slipped over my head and Tom took a nipple into his mouth. He sucked it, his tongue licking the hardened bud, his teeth biting down on it, making me squeal in pain and delight. I placed my hands on the back of his head pulling it into my chest and making sure he did not stop as wave after wave of pleasure shot through my body from my sensitive nipples. His hand slid down my stomach, finding the elastic of my panties and slipping under it. He went directly to my slit, sliding his finger into its folds, stroking my labia. The squishing sounds told us both that I was thoroughly wet, and his continued stimulation of my nipples kept increasing my arousal. Oh, Tom, Tom, that's so good. Oh, God, I cried, and soon I heard high-pitched squeaks. They were coming from me, a common sound that happened when I was coming. 
My legs clamped tightly as my orgasm hit, trapping his hand in my crotch. He held on as convulsions racked my body, bringing the release that I had anticipated for these many days. I hugged him tightly as I finished, and we both lay down on the bed. You seem to come easily, he observed. Yes, I do, I admitted. When I'm turned on so well. Ah, he moaned as he dove again for my breast. They sat proudly on my chest as I lay there, keeping their shape by their firmness. Your tits are fantastic, he breathed. So firm, such puffy nipples. God, I love your nipples. I haven't seen any like them before. Such a turn on. So sensitive. I moaned as tingles started through my body again. I had been trying to unbutton his shirt with limited success. Now I tried harder, and with his help I succeeded. He then unfastened his pants and together we pulled them off. His erection made it more difficult to get his boxers off, but soon he was naked. I got my first look at his penis, and my mouth watered. As I expected, it was longer than Doug's, with about the same width. He was also circumcised, with a large head sitting on the top. It was a very dark color, nearly purple, and there were more veins bulging out on the shaft than I had seen before doubt I had little time to examine it. However, as Tom placed a condom over it, he was anxious. I was as well, and I allowed him to pull my little sheer panties off me and his fingers pushed into my hole. Again he played with my breasts as he fingered me, but soon he grabbed his erection and pushed into my pussy, pinning me to the mattress. Sopping wet, I was penetrated fully on the first thrust. All the air was pushed out of my lungs as he rammed into me. We both groaned at the sensation. He held it deep inside me while we both breathed in again. He looked down at me and asked if I was okay. Yes, I said desperately. Fuck me. He moaned again, hearing me say that raising his temperature. He nearly pulled out, then ran back in, holding it deep inside me again. He repeated this several times, then started pumping in steadily, without pausing. His constant playing with my nipples all this time helped drive me to my limits, and I had started coming again. Tom moaned as my pussy clamped down on his shaft. He placed his arms under my legs, raising them high, and then pushing them up so that my ankles were next to my ears. I was doubled over as Tom drove himself into me again. From this angle his penis rammed even further inside my pussy. He was plunging in hard, going wild, and this in turn was driving me wild. I had no leverage in this position to push into him, but he was doing well all on his own. I squeezed my vaginal muscles tight as he was pulling back, exerting as much pressure as I could on him, but letting him into me unimpeded. He began moaning, then moaning loudly, then shooting his sperm inside of me, collected of course into the condom. He held it inside letting my legs drop down to the bed, finally pulling out of me doubt I was still horny. I needed to come again. When Tom realized this he cupped my pussy in his hand. Sliding two fingers into my hole, he moved down my body and clamped down on my clit with his mouth. He held my clit with his teeth and rubbed his tongue over its end. Oh God! I yelled. That's so good! I felt the cum boil up and explode inside me. It was my strongest explosion of the night, and impressed Tom with its strength. Damn, girl, you really come, he said. Dadaiki took a few moments before I could talk. I curled up beside him, hugging his strong arm, 
basking in the glow. Em, that was so good, I finally said. Yeah, for me too, Tom said. How many times did you come? Mmm, three, I think. You were fantastic. Jeez, he said, with admiration. I woke up and the sun was up. I was disoriented. Tom and I were in his bed. I was naked, and as I pulled the sheet down I saw that he was as well. I hope he threw away his condom. I thought to myself. I looked again at his limp penis. It seemed clean, so he must have gotten cleaned up. I felt pretty clean, too. Maybe he cleaned me up a little bit. I must have really passed out. I looked again at his limp penis. My curiosity was up. I still had not gotten a good look at it. It was obviously different than what I was used to. It didn't look that much bigger than Ralph's had been when they were both soft. I carefully shifted my body down closer to his crotch, not wanting to wake him. I lifted his penis into my palm. It looked powerful, even soft. The head was not purple as it had been, but it was still large and exposed. I put my fingers around the shaft and pulled down on the skin, lightly. I felt the ridge on the underside. His penis started to move as it began to stiffen. I ran my finger around the head, fascinated with that particular place. It was the most different from what I was used to. It felt spongy and soft. The hole at the tip was large, seeming to be larger than the others I had looked at. I moved the stiffening shaft from side to side, just looking as it kept getting larger, both longer and thicker. It also began to stick straight up into the air. I loved to watch a penis grow from soft to hard. And this one grew a lot. I started to pump up and down on the long shaft, feeling the veins sticking further out. A little fluid formed in the hole on top. Tom started moaning. He was awake and enjoying this wake-up service. I spread his pre-cum around the head and onto the shaft. It was fully erect now. At least I thought it was. It must be. It was a much bigger size than the one I was used to playing with. I placed both hands around the shaft and pulled them down, bringing the soft skin with them. I started twisting my hands in opposite directions as I pumped, eliciting a moan from Tom. His hips were pumping as well as he watched my hands work his penis. I leaned over and sucked it into my mouth, wetting it for easier pumping, and when I licked the head he moaned again. Our eyes met as I pumped his shaft, and I smiled up at him. He could not smile back, however. His penis was engorged now, that soft, spongy head now turning purple that I reached down with one hand to hold his balls. I felt them inside their sack, moving them with my fingers. I squeezed, watching his eyes closely to see when the pain started to become too much. I knew the more turned on he was the more pain he could stand. Perhaps the more pain he enjoyed. As I abused his balls his penis throbbed more. I leaned in and took the head in my mouth again, this time biting on it just behind the head. He moaned again at the new torture, and his penis throbbed again. With my other hand I felt the shaft swell some more, and Tom was breathing heavily. His hips were pumping and he was moaning. I kept pumping his shaft and squeezing his balls hard, but didn't bite him anymore. Come on, baby, give it to me, I urged. Come for Susie. My mouth tightened around his head just before his cum exploded out. I quit handling his balls and began swallowing his cum quickly, as it came shooting out fast and in large amounts. 
Tom moaned loudly, trying not to thrash around too much. When he finished coming I tried to remove my mouth from his shaft without spilling much cum, but some dribbled down into his pubes both before and after. Holy shit, he said. What a way to wake up. He lay there, looking drained. Well, I guess he was. I went into the bathroom and got a wet cloth, coming back in before he moved. I sat on the bed beside him and placed the wet cloth on his penis. I wiped it off and rubbed through his pubes to clean up the spilled cum. I lifted his limp dick in one hand, holding it softly, examining it as I wiped it some more. I think it's clean, Tom said, smiling. A few minutes ago. I know, but I'm having fun, I replied. Tom looked at me, reaching out to touch. But I think it's your turn for a while. I smiled, but happened to glance at the clock. Oh, damn, look at the time. We have to get going or we'll be late. Tom bounced off the bed. I could explain to them why we're late. He joked. I'm sure they would understand. Chapter 05 After our quick and separate showers, we dressed hurriedly and emerged from our rooms just about on time. No one could guess that I had just woken Tom with a sensuous blowjob. But I had slept in his bed after a great evening of sex. So far it was looking like a nice business trip. We were working with different groups at this company, so we weren't together all morning. I was just finishing lunch in the company cafeteria when Tom came in to eat. We found a chance to talk alone, but tried not to act like lovers. You certainly are looking radiant, he told me. You just think that because you've had great sex, I said teasing. That is certainly true, he answered but I'm not the only one who thinks you look good. Really? A girl is always willing to hear a compliment. Who else? Jimmy, he said. Jimmy? The man who picked us up yesterday? He was a good-looking guy and seemed nice. That's the one, Tom answered. I'm working with him, and it seems that he has a little crush on you. He asked if we were a couple. And what did you say? I smiled. Tom continued, I said no, we weren't, but I was doing you. My facial expression must have been scary, because even before I could say a word Tom kept talking. No, no, no. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I calmed down, but was still apprehensive. Really, I'm just kidding. I didn't tell him that. I did say that we were dating. Tom looked at me for approval, hoping his little joke hadn't upset me. Okay. I said calmly. Then teasingly I said, Was he devastated he couldn't have me? Actually, he sort of asked if we'd be interested in sharing. I was shocked again, but not mad. You mean a three-way? He really said that. Pretty much. He wanted me to ask you, but I told him you wouldn't be interested in that kind of thing. Would you? Of course not. I replied. No. I'll do just about anything with a guy but I don't want to get kinky with a group of people. I hope you know that. Tom looked at me with a strange expression on his face. I didn't know why. I thought back at what I had just said and realized that I had said something I didn't mean. Well, okay, I meant it, but I didn't mean to say it. I'll do just about anything with a guy. Isn't something I should tell a guy whom I just had slept with for the first time, even if he was a good friend and my boss. Tom? I said, as he continued to stare.
No, he said, snapping out of it. I mean, yes, I knew you weren't interested. That's what I told him. Good. As we were parting, Tom said, See you at the rooms before dinner. Jimmy is assigned to wine and dine us again tonight. Okay. Then just a tease, I said. He is kind of cute. It's good to keep men guessing. When I was done with my meetings, I went back to my room. Tom wasn't back yet. I took another shower to refresh myself, then laid down on my bed. For a nap or at least a short rest. I soon heard Tom next door, but I stayed relaxed. Before long he knocked and came in. Everything go okay? He asked. Yes, great. We even finished early. How about you? Just a couple minor issues. I don't think we really needed to even make the trip, but it makes the client feel better. He sat on the edge of my bed and leaned in to give a slow, leisurely kiss. It makes me feel better, too. Mmm, I answered, returning the kiss, which turned decidedly less leisurely. We were getting turned on when I said, We don't really have time. It's almost dinner time, and I have to get dressed. Yes, I noticed you weren't dressed, he grinned, looking up and down at my tall-clad body I grinned back at him. I had to be careful or I would give in and have sex right now, but then we would miss dinner. That wouldn't be good. I was hot for this man, right now, but it would have to wait for a couple hours. I got something this afternoon, he said. Are you adventurous? I looked at him quizzically. He sounded mysterious. I didn't answer. I'm taking a chance here. Now he sounded nervous. If you say no, or tell me to stop, that's fine with me. There was something in his hand. He brought it up to my chest, pushing it against my breast, down under the towel. Then it started vibrating. What's that? I asked. I wasn't alarmed, just curious. The vibration was light, and it felt pleasurable. When it reached my nipple it felt very good. Oh, that's nice. You like that? He asked. Yes, but what is it? Just a little vibrator, he said innocently. It's just to tickle you a little. Mmm. That's nice. But I wouldn't call that tickling. It was indeed pleasurable, sending tingling sensations from my nipples throughout my body. In just a few moments I thought I could feel my pussy getting wet. I moaned some more. Oh, you do like that. You are enjoying it, he said. And you're dressed just right for it. He leaned over my chest. He removed it from my nipple but replaced it immediately with his mouth and tongue. I felt his hand on my leg, then on my bush. I felt a vibration in my pussy, then it moved right onto my clit. Anging. I was surprised by the powerful surge that shot through my body as it vibrated directly on my clit. Pain and pleasure. I felt like my body went limp and stiff at the same time. It lasted only a moment. Perhaps I knocked it off my clit when I jerked. I now felt the vibration on my slit. Now just pleasure. Oh God. Pleasure. The vibrations in my pussy, so near my clit, and the sucking and teasing of my nipple by Tom's mouth. You're an NNG, I cried. I could hear Tom's voice, but I had no idea what he was saying. Strange sensations were traveling all through my body, taking turns, surging here and there. My body lay open, arms at my sides, legs spread, nothing but tiny shocks pinging through me. Soon I felt a surge deep inside me. 
My pussy felt like yes, there it is. There it goes. Small, high-pitched squeaks filled my ears. For a moment I wondered what they were until I realized they were mine. They sounded different. Higher, louder, perhaps, and then, my pussy exploded in orgasm. My body trembled. I made noises. I stiffened, then relaxed, then did it again. My pussy was empty, but coming. The spasms decreased. What was that? I asked when I could. Just my little surprise, Tom said. He was stroking my labia, wet now, and pushing something, his surprise I guessed, against my hold that I looked at him gratefully. Your little surprise was very nice. But you didn't have to be nervous about it. He looked back at me, smiling. That's not the part I'm nervous about, he said. I felt him pushing harder against my hole. I was enjoying the stimulation. It felt like his penis was trying to get in. Just then something entered my vagina. It felt like a penis head, but just the head. I thought it must be the thing he had been using on me. It was now inside me. I could feel it. I raised my head up and looked at Tom in wonder. That's the surprise, he said. It's supposed to go inside you. If you don't like it, it's okay. I didn't say anything. I was adjusting to the feel of it inside me. My vagina pulsed on it a little, perhaps still sensitive from my orgasm. It feels okay. Kind of good. Now what? I asked. You can just leave it in there for a while. He answered. While I walk around? Yes, it can stay in as long as you like. What about the vibrations? I asked. I remembered vividly when it was vibrating. Well, it can do that too if you want. He looked at me and smiled. Just then I felt a vibration deep inside me. Inside my pussy. Oh. Oh my, it tingled. You little sparks, my pussy was alive. What I asked that? I asked. Tom showed me his other hand with the remote control. It's an egg. A toy. This controls when it vibrates. The man who sold it to me said it is very pleasurable, but not to leave it on too long. Turn it off, I said sternly, looking right at him. He turned it off and looked at me warily. Now what? I looked right back at him and said, Turn it on. His face lightened and he turned it on. Ah. The sensation was a surprise when it first came on again. I got used to it in a few seconds, and it felt very good. Quite stimulating. Should I keep it in during dinner? I asked. That would be fun. He answered. He looked like he had already had that idea. Turn it off. I said. That gets to you after a minute. Okay, give me the remote. No, that's mine. He said doubt I was surprised. What? You get to control it? No, not fair. He smiled devilishly. That's what makes it fun. He ran off into his room, saying, Hurry and get dressed. We'll be late. I could take it out whenever I wanted, but I was excited. And not just from my orgasm. This was a little sex game that even Ralph and I hadn't done. It sounded like fun. A little while later, Tom called over. Are you ready? I called back. Almostest. Oh, God. My pussy erupted in the middle of the word. It took a second to realize that Tom had turned my pussy on literally with his remote. Tom! I yelled out he stuck his head around the corner, 
a big grin on his face. Yes? I threw a towel at him. Be careful with that thing. Tom turned it on several more times before we made it down to the dinner. I was almost used to it by then, getting a surprise but not yelling out anymore. Just before the elevator doors opened he did it again, and I said, Don't do that around people, or we might have a lot of explaining to do. Now behave. Jimmy was waiting for us, as we arrived a little late. He gave Tom a handshake, and me a quick hug. Just as I leaned into him my pussy exploded again. My body stiffened, my eyes bugged open, and my mouth dropped. I'm not sure how much of this Jimmy saw, but I started coughing to cover my strange actions, giving Tom the dirtiest look I could. I wasn't too successful though, as I also was trying to stifle a laugh. Are you okay? Jimmy asked that I assured him I was, just a cough. I wondered how many times I would be coughing during dinner. Just as I was about to order, the egg came on again. I waited for a moment to speak, until it turned off. I waited. But it didn't turn off. I felt the continual vibration pulsing through my pussy. Tom was totally ignoring my looks, so I gathered my strength and gave the waiter my order. I must have sounded funny. Are you okay? Jimmy asked again. Sure, I said, smiling weakly. I'm feeling a little flush but I'm fine. I was calming my body down, which is hard to do while your pussy is twitching with desire. Tom did turn it off, but just for a few minutes at a time. He let it on more than it was off, and I came to be able to control myself pretty well. On the outside. Inside, my body was a mess. My pussy was on fire in a way I had never known before. I don't really remember eating. I'm sure I wasn't a very good conversationalist. When dinner was over, Tom suggested that he take me back to my room, as I wasn't feeling too well. I just nodded. I was beginning to perspire. When we got into the elevator I drew my hand back to give Tom a playful slap. Before I could follow through, my body convulsed as my pussy received an even stronger shock. What? I was confused, then finally understanding. That thing has a higher speed? Yes. Tom said, smiling, as I got another strong shock. Stop that before I come. I ordered, getting desperate. He did it again. I'm going to kill you, I said. Smiling, of course, he did it again as we exited the elevator. What? he asked. I said, I'm going to kill you, I repeated, laughing. Tears were coming from my eyes. He did it again just as we got to the his door. What? he asked pulling me in tight. I'm going to fuck you. I mumbled through our joined lips. I'm going to fuck you silly. He got the door open and we tumbled inside. We pulled at each other's clothes. We were both turned on, especially me. I reached into my panties and got the damn egg out of my pussy. Oh God, what a relief! I said, pulling the panties off. I was now completely naked. And I wanted him. I wanted fucked. He finished stripping his clothes off as I embraced him, kissing him deeply. My pussy felt empty now, but his hand reached between my legs as if he could read my mind. A finger no, two fingers were shoved roughly into my vagina. I humped my engorged clit against the heel of his hand. I pushed my hips hard into it. In just a moment I was coming. Hard. Ung. My hips kept pumping into his hand. I kept squeaking, 
My arms around his neck supported my body to keep me from falling to the ground. I went limp. Tom carried me over to the bed and laid me gently down. His hands stroked over my body, calming me down. Holy shit! I said. I'm not sure I want to do that again. But I was still tingling all over. I felt his erection pushing into my stomach. I reached down between our bodies and enclosed it in my hand. I pushed it down between my legs, moaning as I felt it slide between my labia. I heard Tom moan too. I looked at him and realized how turned on he was. And I certainly was. Fuck me. I whispered in his ear. He raised up, placed his penis at my entrance, and pushed it hard, all the way up my pussy filling me, pushing the air out of me. Both of us moaned loudly as he parted me. He kept it deep inside, holding it still, enjoying the feeling as my vagina was tight against his whole shaft. After a few seconds he pulled out slowly, nearly the whole way, then shoved roughly back in the whole way, and held it there again. He did that a few more times before he started plunging in rapidly, moaning with each thrust out I knew he wouldn't last long. Neither would I. I reached for my clit. Almost as soon as I touched it I erupted in a tremendous explosion. My pussy tightened around Tom's shaft. He couldn't hold off, and wasn't trying to. His cum spurted out hard, while he moaned loudly as well. If the next room was occupied they heard quite a show. As I came down from my climax, I realized Tom was still deep inside me. He was still hard. My vagina kept twitching and his erection showed no sign of shrinking. I squeezed him hard with my pussy muscles. He looked at me. He didn't smile, but looked pleased. And horny dot he shifted one leg on top of mine and slid his hands under my ass. Then he rolled over, holding my pussy close so he didn't fall out. I was now laying on top of him, still fully impaled. We both moaned again. I rocked back onto him, feeling his erection deep inside of me. I rocked back and forth, enjoying the sensation as if I had not come yet tonight. I sat up on Tom, raising my hips up, pulling his penis out somewhat, then sitting down on it, forcing him deep. I raised up again, further, and pushed down again, harder. The sensation was great, and I kept doing it. Tom reached up and grabbed my breasts, pinching the nipples, driving me crazy, playing with my mounds as I bounced on his lap. I came again as my nipples and pussy were linked by electrical shocks shooting between them. I screamed with my release. My pussy spasms tightened around Tom's shaft, but I kept going, raising up on him and then letting my body plunge downward, forcing his dick through the narrow tunnel. I suppose it caused him some pain, but I wasn't thinking of that at the moment. I just came and came, possibly the longest orgasm I had ever had that I dropped down, laying my body on his my breasts mashing against his chest. His dick was still hard, deep inside me, and it still felt good. I felt satisfied, not urgent, but content. I moved my hips in a circular motion for a pleasant sensation of his rod massaging my insides. Tom was moaning. It had been a while, and he still hadn't come. Not for the second time. And he seemed to need to. I rotated my hips a little, moving his penis inside me against my walls. He moaned more, and I sat up on him, rotating my hips more and eliciting more moans from him as his erection pushed hard against the sides of my vagina. His hips pushed up at me, lifting me up as he drove his penis deeper.
He was squeezing my breasts, just squeezing, not playing. My nipples felt ignored, needing some attention. I pinched one between my thumb and finger, pulling it hard. And my other hand went to my clit. I pushed against it, sending shivers through my body. I kept rotating, then raising up and pushing down on his penis. Before long I came again. I was exhausted and getting sore. Tom's erection was still hard but not ready to come yet. I got off him to give my vagina a rest. Tom was disappointed, but very happy when I wrapped my hands around his erection. I pumped my hands along his shaft, soaked with my pussy juices and his own cum, while his head shook from side to side. He wanted to come, he needed to come, but he wasn't ready yet. He had come just a little while ago, and he was something over thirty-five years old. I was impressed he had been able to keep his erection after coming, and felt bad that he seemed to be in agony trying to come again. I moved my hands around his shaft in different directions, getting both pain and pleasure from him. I squeezed his balls in one hand while stroking with the other. It was pleasurable to him, but I thought he was near tears and frustration. He was moaning. Shit, he said. Shit. I want to come. I know. Baby. You can come. You can do it. I moved my finger from his balls down toward his asshole. He groaned again when my finger reached the hole and I put pressure on it. More moaning. I kept one hand pumping his hardened shaft. Come on, baby, I said. You're going to come. Big gobs of cum. You want to, don't you? Yes, he moaned. Oh, yes, uh. His hands gripped the sheets, pulling them up. As I pumped his dick, my finger, wet with our juices, slid into his ass as he cried out, moaning more. I pushed it deeper and deeper until I reached his prostate. I pushed against the wall of his prostate, making him cry out. Come on, baby, I said again. That's it. Give it to me. Give Susie or come. Let it go. As I pushed against his prostate and pumped his shaft, his cum came boiling up in a mind-blowing explosion. Tom cried out, in relief that sounded almost like pain, as his cum came out the tip of his shaft. His deep purple head contrasted with the white, creamy cum. His shattering orgasm actually pushed out just a little sperm, oozing out his slit. I slid my finger over the head, sliding through the cum as Tom's body relaxed. His penis softened almost immediately, and I played with it as the rest of his body softened as well. Shit, he said again. Oh, damn, I'm sorry. I couldn't come. I'm sorry. Thanks, you were great. You felt so good. He thanked me and apologized several times while I soothed him, finally recovering his senses. I went to the bathroom and got a warm, wet cloth. He hadn't moved a bit. I sat beside him and stroked his wet penis with the cloth, cleaning him off. Cum was all over the place as his cum and mine had leaked out of my pussy and gotten smeared around. I wiped him off as good as I could for several minutes while he smiled and murmured his approval. I went back to the bathroom and began to clean myself up as well. What a mess! Shit! I heard suddenly from the other room. Now what? I thought. I went in and asked. Susan he said. I forgot all about a condom. I was so turned on that I didn't think. I know, I said. I did the same thing. It's okay. No. 
You could get pregnant. No, I can't. I can't get pregnant. I never could. Don't worry. With relief, he sighed. Oh, thank God. After he thought for a moment, he said quietly, What about diseases? I think I'm clean. I said. I was worried about him, though. I know he had a lot of experience. I just looked at him. No, I'm good. I always, well, until now, I always use a condom. Plus, I just had a physical, blood test and everything. I was relieved. I've only had sex with one man since my husband, and we used protection, so I'm okay. He thought for a minute. Who was that? I smiled and smacked him playfully. I think I've shared enough about my sex life with my boss. Now lay back there and let me examine your penis. This was, indeed, a special man, but I had to guard against losing my heart to him. His track record showed a series of short-term women. Not the kind of person I could expect to suddenly want me and only me. But for now, it was great. Chapter 06 We didn't have sex in the morning. We had to leave to leave early and, okay, the main reason was that I was sore. My pussy had quite a workout and I didn't think it could handle any more at the moment. Actually Tom's dick must have been sore as well. He didn't seem that interested even in a hand job that we talked on the way home. We agreed that we did not want a serious relationship. This is all new to me, I told him. I don't want to make rash decisions. Plus, you're my boss. Tom smiled. And all you really want is a promotion. I slapped his arm, laughing. Then got serious. You are kidding, aren't you? Of course, he said. But work relationships are very tricky. I thought I understood what he was saying. It's okay. We would probably be smart to end it completely and get back to normal. Looking at me, he said. Maybe, but I don't want it to end. What if we just see what happens? Okay. But let's not jeopardize what we have. In retrospect, it seemed that I did more to cool the relationship, and Tom went along with it. At any rate, that's the way we left it. Perhaps that was a mistake. I really cared for Tom. I had always respected him, and I loved being with him. And the sex was great. What was my problem? Maybe my confusion helps explain the rest of my story. When I got home the neighbor kid was waiting for me. He had been worried since I hadn't been home. Not that that was unusual. He had been watching over me since my husband's death. At that time he was only fifteen, but he felt obligated. He had taken quite a liking to my husband, and Ralph nearly adopted him. I shouldn't call Todd a kid. He was now eighteen, but that is still a lot younger than my thirty-two. He checked on me every couple of days. Once in a while I found something for him to do so he would feel useful. That weekend he came over and I cooked dinner for him, as I did occasionally. He lived with his mother, who worked odd shifts as a nurse. After dinner he gave his usual hug as thanks, but this time he held on tighter and longer than normal. When we broke away he kissed me, holding my head in his hands which kept me from breaking away. When we finally broke, I was aghast. Todd! What was that for? I can't help it. I have always been attracted to you. I thought I was just a little kid with a crush, but I'm not a little kid now, and it's more than a crush. I led him over to the couch for a talk. 
Todd, I am much older than you. Too much older. I feel very happy that you feel like that. It's quite a compliment. But just our age alone makes it impossible. I felt a little stupid for not catching the signs over the past couple years. He hadn't been watching over me. He had been attracted to me. Who knew? I'm not sure how it happened from there. I remember him kissing me again, and it was an amazing kiss. He was extremely good. I was melting in his arms even while I told myself to stop. And then while we were deeply engaged in kissing, his hand suddenly appeared inside my bra. He began playing with my nipple, twirling it in his fingers, pinching it. That was not fair. Evidently, my damn nipples get me into a lot of trouble. Those hard nubs sent shivers down my spine. My pussy began tingling. They were so damn sensitive. And he was such a great kisser. I really don't remember how we got into the bedroom, or how my clothes got removed from my body. Maybe I have blocked it from my mind from embarrassment. Total embarrassment. I do remember Todd on top of me, his erection poking into my stomach, his hands exploring my body. I stopped him with my question. Do you have a condom? I sincerely hoped he did. I was so hot, I wanted him now. Even while I wanted him, I realized that this was wrong. Not illegal, he was 18, but for the first time I felt cheap. Slutty. I had had sex with a couple men lately. It was feeling almost normal now, not cheating on Ralph, just a normal woman with normal desires. But with this kid? No, I knew I shouldn't, but the sex was hard for me to turn down. Yes he said, answering my question and getting off me to grab his wallet. He got back on the bed and fumbled with the wrapper. I took it from him and opened it. Taking it out, I reached for his penis. I had to wait for him to remove his hands, as he had been playing with it while I wrestled with the condom package. Just as I took a firm hold of his penis to apply the condom, he shot a load of cum high into the air. He groaned, both in joy and disappointment. I stroked his rod until he was finished, when he started apologizing. I was disappointed as well, and realized I should be relieved. But somehow I wasn't. I was actually wishing we had been able to have sex. It was then that we both looked down at my hand on his penis, and realized that he hadn't lost his erection. Can we still do it? Todd asked that I said. Okay. As I placed the condom on his erection. We rolled back onto the bed kissing and embracing. I still felt bad, but my excitement ruled that he raised up, positioned his dick at my vagina, and pushed in. I was soaking wet, and he slid in easily, even without any further foreplay. His penis was rather long, perhaps the longest of the several I had recently experienced, but it was also the skinniest. The excitement ended there, however. Perhaps that's why I remember that part so well. Todd pushed into me but his hips didn't really move. His whole lower body, even his whole body, bounced up and down. He was bouncing his body on top of me, and it was quite uncomfortable. I nearly forgot about the penis going in and out of my pussy because of the weight being pushed down repeatedly on top of me. My breath was pushed out of me as well, and I had to time my inhaling so that he was off me when I needed to breath that I was soon getting sore or seasick but fortunately he didn't last too long this time, either. He started moaning and was soon spurting inside me. I was so grateful to have him done I didn't think about my orgasm. I mean the one he was probably hoping to give me. 
I certainly wasn't going to have a real one from this kid. Evidently he had some practice kissing, but not intercourse. Later I realized that he might well have been a virgin. He rolled off me and removed his condom. I was relieved to see it on his thin little dick. Sorry, it was thin, but not little. I was just a little bitter at how easily he had seduced me, and at how bad the sex was. I was preparing my lie about how I had come just before him, when he got up and went into the bathroom. He came out and got dressed, giving me a little kiss before he left. He wasn't interested at all if it was good for me. I didn't know if Todd would want to have sex with me again, but I knew that I wouldn't do it. Perhaps that event was what led me the next day to accept an invitation from a friend, Sandy, to a singles party at her house for that weekend. The idea was to invite several men and several women, mostly strangers to each other, as a kind of group blind date. At least I thought that was all it was. I would find out it was a lot more than getting to know each other. I got to Sandy's a little late to find that that the men outnumbered the women, but a couple women arrived after I did to make it even. There was a lot of drinking and dancing, with everyone circulating extensively, talking with everyone and dancing with most. As the evening wore on a few people roamed away from the party. I didn't think too much of it until I saw one of the couples come back in. By the way they were slightly disheveled, touching, and giggling, I realized what they had been doing. I hoped everyone wasn't expected to have sex tonight. It was about that time that I realized that Mark had taken over my attentions dancing and talking to me exclusively. I hadn't really chosen him as my date for tonight, but it seemed we had paired up. I was drunk enough to be dancing very close to him, holding tightly and rubbing up against him. It felt good. His hands on my hips and ass felt good as well. It probably would have felt good if I was sober. But I firmly believe if I had been sober it would have stopped there. Mark was nibbling on my ear as we were dancing. Slow. They had all been slow for a while now, hadn't they? We were holding each other tightly, and I could feel his erection pushing into me. I pressed into it harder. It felt good. Soon Mark was leading me out of the room. We went down a short hall, arms around each other, nuzzling each other, then stepped into a room. I was a bit surprised to see that it was a bedroom. Well, of course, I thought to myself. This is where that other couple was. This is where we have sex. Thinking back, I was surprised at myself for thinking this but not thinking of the implications. I was drunk enough to feel like I was watching myself do this instead of it being me who was actually doing it. My mind was pretty hazy. Mark kissed me deeply, our tongues battling one another in both mouths. He began to remove my clothes, and soon I was trying to remove his. He leaned down as my bra came off to kiss my breasts licking around my nipples before finally playing with them with his tongue. Once again my nipples betrayed me, making any reluctance I had useless. Reluctance? Who was I kidding? I was well past that dot he pulled my skirt off followed by my panties, then pushed me back slightly so that I sat on the bed. With a hand on each knee he spread my legs and placed his head between them. He licked up the inside of one thigh, coming to my crotch. He kissed right at the top of my slit, then proceeded to kiss down the length of it. I was moaning by now, and had been leaking for a while. Mark had been working at loosening his pants. He placed a finger, then two, into my hole and moved up on my body. I barely could tell him that he needed a condom, 
and he assured me that he was putting one on. I was on the bed, my pussy right at the edge, legs splayed out, as he raised up to line up his erection to my slit. He rubbed it over my nether lips for lubrication, then slid it into me. I would guess about half went in on the first push. Probably more if he had been standing in the right position, but he was a little off balance. He positioned himself better and shoved in again. This time I felt our pubic bones meet and his balls slap my ass. He thrust a couple more times, then he lifted up my legs and placed them on his shoulders. They were now sticking straight up in the air, and he kept sticking his penis deep inside me. It felt so good sliding down my channel. I could feel my walls being pushed aside with each thrust of his shaft, and again as he pulled out that he was standing up now, holding my legs up, pounding my pussy. I reached between us with one hand to play with my clit, and soon I was letting loose with high-pitched squeaks, my pussy clenching at his dick, then spasms as I had my first orgasm. Mark didn't seem to be ready. He paused as my orgasm hit, then pulled out. Flipping me over onto my stomach, he put his penis into me again and held my hips, lifting them slightly to let him find the right angle to thrust in. He plowed into me some more. My hand, trapped underneath me, played with my clit again and gave me another quick orgasm as Mark continued to ream my pussy. It felt so good at this angle, this speed, this thrust, my clit being rubbed, my nipples being rubbed against the bedspread. I came another time almost immediately, or perhaps it was the main part of my other one. I pushed my hips up so wildly that Mark's dick was pushed out of me and I finished my spasms with an empty pussy, and moaned loudly for the loss. Mark sat on the bed, laying back as he pulled me over on top of him. I rubbed my pussy onto his dick, it splitting my labia, slurping as it went. But I had to get it inside me. I stood up to the tip of it and reached down, holding it steady as I moved back, impaling myself onto him. Even though I was on top, he did most of the work. I was tired, worn out, drunk. As he thrust his hips up at me, driving his penis home, I rotated my hips to give him a new feel. I had no strength left to pump up and down. Mark didn't seem to mind much as his excitement grew. He was finally getting close. Grabbing my breasts, my pleasure suddenly increased as well. I began pumping my pussy down onto his shaft just as I felt it throbbing. He thrust up hard, holding it deep into my vagina, then thrusting again and holding it in deep. On the third upward thrust he moaned loudly, and shot come up inside me. He kept thrusting and shooting, but I wanted more. I was close to coming again myself, and didn't want to lose his erection. I started pumping harder, desperate to reach climax before he shrunk. I squeezed my pussy muscles tight as I drove my body down onto him, trying to keep him hard. I placed one hand on my clit and the other over his hand on my breast. I took his fingers and made them pinch my nipples, I was nearly delirious, but I was approaching my climax and still felt a rather large rod inside my pussy. I was there, just a little more time, it was on its way. I felt it surging through my loins, finally bursting out as I shrieked in relief. It took me some time to finish and come down enough to realize what was going on. By then Mark was completely soft, I was leaking all over him with our mixture of cum, and I was so weak I could hardly sit up. So I rolled off and lay on the bed doubt we were both pretty exhausted and stayed there for a while. Finally we stirred and began to get dressed. 
There was no place to clean up, so we made do with some tissues and our own clothing. I tried to fix my hair as well as my clothes, but I felt like a mess. We went back out to the main room. Fortunately most people weren't there, and those who were didn't pay much attention except to each other. I told Mark goodnight and left the house as quickly as I could. I felt like such a slut. It had been a great fuck, but I had never met Mark before. How could I have sex with a man I didn't know? First Todd, then Mark. Both big mistakes. I had had sex with four men in a little over a month. I was so embarrassed, even though no one but me knew it. Doug and Tom were okay. I knew them, I liked them, I felt like we were making love, even though we were not actually in love. But Todd and Mark were just sex. Unthinking, careless sex. As much as I like sex, I hated doing it like that. Never again. I had to take control of my sex drive and be smart about it. I think I can enjoy sex and not be a slut. I was sure of it. I told myself that over and over as I curled up in a ball on my bed and cried myself to sleep. Chapter 07 That whole next week I was in a pretty bad mood. I stayed away from people outside of work. At the office I tried to be my cheerful, smiling self, but people could tell I was unhappy. Jennifer, my assistant as well as a confidant, talked to me about it on two different days. It's obvious something is bothering you, she told me in private. I'm okay, I told her. Just a lot of things hitting me at once, but I'll be fine. We should talk. You'd feel better if you got it off your chest, Jennifer responded. No, I really don't think so. I'd rather not talk about it. It'll be better in a few days. She was a good friend and didn't force me to talk. She knew we would talk when I felt like it. What I didn't know at the time was that Tom was concerned as well, and had spoken to Jennifer about me. On Friday he finally confronted me. Susan, this week has been strange. Something has been eating at you, and I want to know what it is. He didn't want to give me a choice. I'll be okay, Tom. I started, but he interrupted. After work, we'll go get a drink. Someplace quiet. We can talk. He looked at me to see if I would object. When I didn't say anything, he turned and left. We both stayed after work until everyone else had left. We could have talked there, but we didn't. A neutral, non-work environment would be better. I left with Tom, not talking much, and we drove together to a small, out-of-the-way bar. It didn't seem easy to find a quiet bar in the suburban town of Cranberry on a Friday night, especially one where we wouldn't know anyone, but we did doubt we got settled in a back booth and ordered our drinks. Tom looked at me, held my hand across the table, and said, How have you been? I felt the tears well up in my eyes, and before I could say anything they started rolling down my cheeks. I just looked at him helplessly, not able to speak. Tom got up and came over to sit closer to me. He slipped an arm around me, mostly hidden by the booth, and held me tight while I settled down. Our drinks came and I took a big gulp. What is it, Susie? He didn't use my office name Susan and that little thing made me feel better. I had a bad few days, I managed to say. Was it something I did? Tom asked thought he was such a sweet man. What could he have done? We had a great couple days of sex, then decided to cool off for a while. He had been wonderful, and now he was concerned that my breakdown was somehow his fault. 
No, Tom, I told him, looking into his eyes sweetly. What could you have done? Then what is it that has made you so miserable? Tears rolled over my cheeks again as I muttered. I was just so bad. So stupid. I sniffed. Was it work or personal? He asked. Personal, I said. Sex. Whoops. I let that out without thinking about it. I wasn't sure if I wanted to admit what I had done to anyone. Especially Tom. I definitely had feelings for him. How can I share my illicit sex life with a man I was interested in? You had sex with someone? He asked, knowing the answer. Nothing wrong with that. He paused, thinking, I suppose. With someone you didn't like? You're ashamed of? That was pretty close. Tom seemed to know me so well, I mumbled. I didn't know him. He was thinking. You didn't know him? Had you just met him? I put my head on his shoulder, too embarrassed to be seen. There was a party. Just singles. Drinking. Everyone seemed to. I didn't realize it was that kind of party. It's okay, he said patting my shoulder. I think I understand. You just met the guy, you were drinking, and you had sex? I nodded my head and started sobbing. Susie, it's okay. A lot of people have sex when they first meet. It's okay. I'm such a slut, I said. I was also thinking of Todd, the teenage neighbor, but I wasn't going to tell Tom about him. You are not a slut, Tom said with authority. I lifted my head off his shoulder and looked at him for the first time in a long time. How do you know? I asked, sounding angry, feeling angry at myself, finally letting it out. How do you know I'm not a slut? I sure felt like it last weekend. And I was pretty easy for you, wasn't I? Right in your office, no preliminaries, just bang. I was getting wound up. And what about the trip? I was sure easy then. I certainly acted like a slut on that trip. Susie, Susie, he said, holding me, patting me, calming me down. When I settled down, he continued. I don't know what you did last weekend, but it doesn't sound too bad. As for the times with me, he quit talking in mid-sentence. I looked up to see a strange emotion on his face. He was attempting to keep himself in check. That hurts me. He continued, I have strong feelings for you, and I thought you did, too. I never did anything like that in my office before. It all came out in a flurry of emotion. Everything with you was genuine emotion. I hope you don't think that I used you. The emotion in the man's voice was incredible. It made me forget all of the horrible feelings that I had about myself. It sounded like he was hurting. How did that happen? I looked deeply into his eyes. No, Tom, no, I never felt cheap at all when we were together. Everything was wonderful with you. I was rubbing his arm and his chest. But after this other thing, then thinking how easy I was for you, I started wondering if I was just a slut. If you were a slut, you wouldn't be feeling so guilty, he replied. And our time together was totally different. At least, if your feelings for me are half of what mine are for you. Your feelings... I started to say. What was he saying? I replayed his sentence again in my head. What are you saying? Susie, I'm trying to say I have strong feelings for you. Very strong. I have been miserable this past week. You wanted to end our relationship, just cool it off, 
I corrected him quickly. Cool it ended. I didn't know what you were thinking. Then all week you acted strange like you didn't care. Oh no, Tom. I do care. I interrupted again. Do you? Yes, Tom, I do. I really do. I was suddenly feeling good again. I was concerned that I cared for you too much. I guess I was afraid that I was just another in your long list of women. Tom laughed. My long list of women? Is that what people think? He laughed again. I nodded. That's what I thought, too. There's no long list of women. There's a very short list. I flirt a lot. I enjoy it. I date a good bit, but seldom more than a couple dates with anyone. He laughed again. Maybe that's where the stories came from. But they were really tame dates. What do you call a short list of women? I asked, since the subject had come up. I was genuinely interested. Two or three dozen? He looked at me with a serious, solemn, soulful expression. Susie, there hasn't even been one dozen. And most of my exports were when I was quite young. There have only been two women in the past. He seemed to be silently counting. In the past nine years. I was surprised. Actually shocked. I could totally ruin your reputation with that information. Another laugh, then he got serious. And I never felt anything special for a woman until you. Tears started down my cheeks again, but this time they were happy ones. I looked deeply into his eyes again, thinking how much I cared for him, and he obviously cared for me. How hard was it for him to have said what he had said? He must truly care a lot. Oh, Tom, do you really mean it? I asked stupidly. Yes, he said. Every word. But I still don't know how you feel. Oh, Tom, my low. I stopped. Did I want to say I love him? Is that going too far? I really believed I did. But should I say that word yet, he said. Go ahead, you can say it however you really feel. I love you, I said softly. I love you, I do. I love you too, he said. Dot, oh, my God. My stomach seemed to drop out of my body, my blood drained as well. It was a feeling like riding the Tower of Terror at Disney World, or the Phantom at Kennywood. My whole body was just drained hearing him say those words to me. Music to my ears? No, the feeling was so much stronger than that. Our lips came together into a long, deep kiss. Afterwards I looked around, afraid of who saw us and what they thought. It had been that good of a kiss, Tom asked. Do you think we could go to your place? Or my place? Sure, I said eagerly. Let's go. He laid some money on the table, not waiting for the check. We scrambled out of there quickly, cursing the traffic all the way to my place. At my place we went straight for the bedroom. We kissed deeply and passionately, and we ripped our clothes off. We fell onto the bed in a strong embrace, kissing, hands all over each other, but not stopping them long at any one spot. Tom stopped our reckless passion. He was laying on top of me, basically, when he rose up, looked down on me, and said, I do love you, Susie. I smile, my heart leaped, and his lips met mine in a soft, loving kiss. We gradually melted into each other. We continued kissing and touching, but we were now more in control of ourselves. Sort of dot my hands were roaming all over his back and his butt. His hands were on my breasts, rubbing them and my nipples. 
His mouth went from kissing my mouth to my neck and on down my chest, ending up at my breasts. He licked around a nipple, flicked his tongue over it, finally sucking it into his mouth. The hand that was freed up slid over my stomach, over my mound, and between my legs. He cupped my whole region. The heel of his hand pushed on my clit, his fingers feeling my labia, pulling, pressing, rubbing all over. His middle finger pushed in between my nether lips, finding my vagina and pushing into it. I came before I realized I was ready, a sudden, strong, eruption that I wasn't ready for but I enjoyed. Tom stopped to get a condom and put it on. I felt a tinge of regret. I wanted to tell him not to bother, as we had already done it without one. But that was before I had turned slutty and had sex with two more guys. I didn't think there was a problem, but I made a note to see a doctor. After he had secured his condom he laid on top of me, pinning me down. He raised my arms high above my head and held them there with one strong hand while the other guided his erection into my soaking wet vagina. It had been nearly two weeks since we had made love. Again I felt like a slut, because I had had two men in that time. Tom, probably no one. Though evidently he had been longing for me greatly. The look in his eyes was as lustful as I had ever seen. His long, hard shaft buried itself in me completely on the first stroke, then he held it in deep, enjoying the feeling of my pussy enveloping him. He stroked a couple more times and held it inside. I could do little as his strong hand held both of mine above my head, my body stretched out beneath him. I raised my hips, helping to drive him as deep into me as he could go. His other hand was now pulling and pinching my sensitive nipple while his penis rubbed against my clit when it stroked in and out. I felt dominated in this position, and I liked it. My body erupted again in a strong orgasm, and I shuddered all over. My pussy must have gripped his shaft as he held it deep inside and moaned along with me. After waiting inside me for a few moments, he withdrew his penis nearly the whole way, then plowed back and forcefully. He drove deep inside me, over and over, lust having taken over. His hands took hold of my legs and raised them both straight up in the air, not spread, he held them together as he continued to drive into my defenseless pussy. I could feel his balls slapping me with each thrust. I wanted to grab them, to squeeze his ass, to hold him tight, but my arms stayed stretched out above me as if he was still holding them. Somehow they didn't want to move. He raised up on his knees, pulling my lower body up with him, and thrust his hips hard into me still holding my legs tight. Driving from his knees now he could thrust into me even harder than before. Suddenly his cum erupted as he drove into me, over and over, and was still driving after he had finished climaxing. He gradually calmed down and let my legs down. I spread them allowing him to lay on me, sucking on my breasts, biting my nipples. One hand rubbed my clit, his deflating penis still inside me as he brought me closer and closer to another orgasm. I finally erupted with my legs wrapped around him, and even my arms came down to hold him tight. I love you. I whispered in his ear as I came down off my high dot he rolled off me and out of me and I rolled onto my side, cuddling close to this muscular man that I didn't ever want to let go of again. I awoke hours later. It was morning. Tom had gotten up and was using the bathroom. I got up and followed him in, creeping up behind him as he stood at the sink. I snuck my hand in between his legs from behind and firmly grabbed his sack above his balls.
He seemed surprised, but pleasantly. Morning, Han, he said. Good morning, sweetie, I replied. We both used standard, silly endearments, but they sounded so good. Our eyes stayed locked on each other in the mirror as I remained kneeling behind him, pulling his ball sack down, trying to give him a thrill without too much pain. It must have been working. I laughed as I watched his penis in the mirror. Each time I pulled his sack down, his erection got a little stiffer. It looked like I was pumping up a bicycle tire. Up and up it went with each pull, until it was finally at full erection. I reached around his leg with my other hand and gripped his erection, rubbing one finger over the engorged head then pumping the shaft. Every few strokes I worked my whole hand over the tip and changed the angle I was using to pump his dick. He started to turn, to embrace me or haul me off to the bed, but I told him no. Stay there. Just enjoy, I said as I continued working his shaft and still pulling on his balls, squeezing them as hard as I could without inflicting too much pain. I also began pinching the head of his dick in between strokes. Soon he was moaning, breathing hard, pushing his hips toward the mirror. He was almost there. Yes, baby. Come for me. Shoot your load all over the mirror. Watch it splash like it does inside me. Come for Susie. Soon he did just that. With a loud moan his sperm came shooting out of his purple head, splat after splat hitting the mirror hard, making a terrific mess on it. I wondered how far it would have traveled if it was able. I let go of his balls, and when he was about done I turned him a little, reaching around him with my mouth to take the last bit of cum. I licked the head, then the shaft, cleaning it up and swallowing it. I sucked his softening dick deep into my mouth and stroked the last bit of cum out of it as he held on to the counter for balance. I rose up and gave him a big sloppy kiss, my tongue giving him a taste of his own cum. Is that your morning breath? He asked teasingly. Em, do you think that would be good to do every morning? He groaned, then put his hands under my butt and lifted me effortlessly onto the counter. He attacked my breasts and nipples with both his hands and mouth, and with tongue and teeth. He pulled one nipple out away from body until it ripped its way free from his teeth. The pain was exciting. I wondered if he was causing me pain on purpose as I had done to his balls. I hoped so. It felt wonderful. The nerves from my nipples to my pussy were on fire. I was groaning. My hands held his head tight against my breasts, but couldn't keep him from sliding his tongue down my body, kissing as he went— until he reached my mound out I started groaning louder as he bit my clit, then moved on to take my pussy lips in his mouth, sucking them in, biting them. His hands were still playing with my breasts, as his tongue forced its way deep between my labia, sliding up and down. His found my hole and went in, fucking me like a little dick until I couldn't take it anymore. My pussy exploded. I wrapped my legs around his head, forcing his mouth even harder onto me. He didn't let up as he lapped up all my juices, then continued his attack. His tongue slid deeply between my labia, then up to my clit, batting it back and forth. A finger found its way into my vagina and stroked my tenderest spot while his teeth gripped my clit. He pulled at it, his tongue keeping up its assault. I wasn't able to really come down from my climax. He was keeping me close to that edge. His mouth spread wide and covered most of my pussy, sucking in the whole area, when I felt a strange feeling even deeper inside. It took a moment, 
in my condition, to realize that Tom had a finger on my asshole. It was certainly wet with fluids leaking down from my earlier orgasm, and his finger was pushing firmly at the opening dot I had never gotten into any kind of anal play, but at the moment this seemed quite exciting. I started making those squeaking sounds again as I pushed my hips toward him and pulled him ever tighter. With now two fingers in my pussy, Tom's mouth covering my pussy, and his tongue flicking my clit, my own fingers were pulling at my nipples with abandon. When I felt his finger push past my sphincter and slightly into my rear hole, I let loose with a scream and an orgasm that nearly made me fall off the counter. Though I didn't realize it at the time, Tom had to also hold me up so that I didn't plunge off it onto the floor. I wasn't thinking of that. I wasn't thinking at all. My body convulsed. I was straining to grip his fingers with my pussy muscles. My cum was squirting and being sucked out into Tom's mouth. My squeaks had become screams. I was incoherent. As I regained my senses, Tom let his fingers remain in my pussy but kissed his way up my body, causing a few more little convulsions as he sucked on my nipples and ending at my mouth. We kissed passionately. My legs wrapped around him, our arms wrapped around each other. I never wanted to stop. I love you, I said again when our lips parted. I loved saying that. I loved feeling that. I also loved what he said next. He looked at me with love in his eyes. I love you, and I don't want this to end. I want us to be a couple. Exclusively. Publicly. No exceptions, no arguments. I was not going to argue. He was the boss, and I agreed with everything he was saying. And that's the way it's been ever since. The End